Welcome to Ask an Innovator, where we interview senior executives about innovation. You can find us at askaninnovator.com or subscribe with your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Josh Barker, CEO of City Innovation Labs. Good morning, and welcome to episode 41. Today, we have Luka Vukovic here on Ask an Innovator discussing the company he founded Look At. Such a cool company, founded on the premise that you should have the perfect memory wherever you go. They found a way to monetize the billion selfies taken every day by tourists. This episode was recorded in the midst of the pandemic in April 2020, so COVID-19 was very much at the forefront of all of our minds. Let Luca tell you all about LookAt, and for more information about this awesome venture, head to cityinnovationlabs.com slash askaninnovator. How long have you been working from home for? I came from Madrid uh, like three weeks ago, and I haven't been outside for like 20 days. I put myself oh, in isolation because I was in Spain, so oh. I haven't been outside wow. for like 20 days. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hard times. Are you, are you staying healthy, you and your family and your loved ones? Yeah, we are all healthy, thank God. But there's few people around uh, my house who got infected. Actually, our mayor is from my street and he got affected and also a few more people and so the place around my house is kind of uh, being smaller and smaller oh man yikes well at least you and your loved ones are okay but hopefully those around you will get through it quickly huh yeah i read in the united states it's a hard times uh, especially in new york how yes how is it in chicago you're in chicago right Yeah, we're in Chicago and West Michigan. Both areas are locked down pretty tightly. It's definitely a ghost town of being outside. And there's a few people outside here and there, but for the most part, everyone's kind of in their houses, not really going outside. It's a different world. It's crazy. Yes, scary times. Yes. Yeah, it is. Everything's kind of changing. There's a new sense of normal. I mean, like you said, you've been doing this for three weeks. We've been probably doing it for the similar amount. So we're getting kind of used to working from home and yeah, it's interesting times. Yeah. I've been talking with some people in China and everything seems to be okay there now. So hopefully in two months, everything will be okay here too. So yes, I like to think positive. Yes, exactly. As long as we can keep the social distancing up and kind of distance ourselves from one another for a while. Yeah. The bigger problem is going to be the economy after this we are definitely heading to recession i pray to god that there's no going to be a depression like the one in the united states in 1929 the 1930s yeah exactly hopefully we're not headed in that direction i mean the nice thing is is i know the government in the united states is just doing everything they can to keep businesses afloat by offering grants and small business loans a lot of loans and money that doesn't need to be paid back they're trying to really do what they can which is good it feels like they're trying to react somewhat quickly to it yeah that's positive same thing here so hopefully we'll go through this they're gonna be interesting oh yeah for sure well look at tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me a little bit about look at right yeah i'm from croatia it's a small country in the eu I'm 35 years old. I'm married, father of two girls and a boy. I'm an industrial engineer. I was a top student in my class. So before starting my own business, I worked as a project manager for nearly 10 years uh, for one company that was into mechanical constructions. And soon after coming up with the idea of a selfie sculpture uh, or look at, I quit my job, started my own company and 
went only in with Lucat. So this was three years ago and now we are here. So my company is still alive and that makes me happy. When did you start Lookat? So Lookat has three years. Lookat is a startup company building next generation furniture for tourists. We built the first selfie column. It's a standing sculpture that gets tourists the best possible photo of them in front of an attraction. And it also enables them to have an augmented reality photo to educate themselves about the attraction and also to send the photo they just snapped as an actual postcard worldwide. We've installed first units last year. We had a great traction. We learned a lot watching people use our product. We raised 100K from the EU fund to improve our product based on what we've learned. And this is what we were doing in the last eight months. So it all started with the sculpture, and now we are building a platform around it, a platform that connects all of our sculptures in a smart city tourist guide that by making it a game for tourists, guides them through a city. And at the same time, by doing this, it regulates the movement. So this is basically what we are doing and uh, where we were in three years and where we are stand now. And basically, I was walking one day back in my hometown and I saw a couple of tourists trying to get a selfie in front of one of the city attractions and they were struggling so much. I remember I was laughing to them, trying to get a good angle. They nearly fell into the sea, uh, looking mm-hmm. for the perfect picture they so badly wanted. I thought to myself, there's got to be a better way for people in 21st century to get a picture in front of an attraction when traveling. But there wasn't, because what are the options tourists have? Uh, they can ask a passerby to take the picture for them. Nine out of 10 times, you won't be satisfied with that picture because top of the Eiffel Tower is cut off. And you need to thank that kind person that took the picture in the first place. And already you are looking for another person to, to take another picture for you. And there's always a selfie, which two of these tourists were doing. But when taking a selfie in front of an attraction, there's always a heads in the picture front and there's a little or, or no attraction in the back. And the only thing they want to have in the picture is the attraction. They want to have a memory from that city. And there's this third option. And this is choosing someone out of your group to take the picture. But then this person gets left out of it. And this is always an awkward moment. There are a few other options like using certain gadgets like drones or something like tripods. People can have a personal photographer, but this all takes time. And the thing we want to do is to help people connect with the city. We want them to enjoy the attraction and not worrying about how they're going to get this picture. So I was looking at these people and I thought to myself, there's got to be an easier way. So I said, what if there was a kiosk like a sculpture or a column or something with a camera already getting the perfect angle. So they could connect to this camera. They could have a preview on their own mobile phone and pressing just one button, they could have their picture saved to their mobile phone. This seems like a good idea to me. So I sent a blur to my wife. And when I get back home, she was like, what was this all about? What did you send me in, in that message? And I was like, remember when we were in Paris on our honeymoon and how we don't have a single decent picture from our honeymoon. There's only pictures with you separated or with me, and there's not a single picture with two of us together. And this is really it. And I presented the idea to her and she was like, yeah, this idea seems good. This is definitely something that I would use. So we called a few more people. We called my brother, presented the idea and a few more people and a few more, and everyone seemed to like it. Then I Googled a lot trying to find out if there's something similar already in the world. And I didn't find anything. Then I wanted to make sure the numbers match. 
I wrote a business plan and the numbers seemed good. And then I said to myself, okay, I'm going to build this device. Why not? It's going to be fun. And this is, I get how it all started. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely in your target audience. I mean, my wife and I went on a, our honeymoon to Hawaii and it was very similar, right? I mean, it's just the two of you, you have to kind of awkwardly ask people, hey, can you take a picture of us or my wife and I trying to get a selfie. And I remember on our honeymoon, there was like almost a cliff and I almost felt like I was going to fall off the cliff trying to take a picture of us both. So it's definitely very valuable. And it reminds me of too, when you're at an amusement park, right? Go on a roller coaster, you can go buy your photos. Like it kind of reminds me of that too, a little bit. Yeah. So there's solutions who are kind of similar, but the problem we are solving is we are first of a kind addressing the problem this way. And I think you mentioned the cliff. Uh, because did you know that more than 300 people accidentally kill themselves while, while trying to take a selfie? People are willing to die for a like on social media for a perfect picture. Wow. Crazy. I've got a look at one of your photos. It's a castle and there's a guy standing there. It looks like augmented reality with some dragons over the top. That's kind of cool. So it sounds like there's a statue with a camera in it. And then, you know, augmented reality is kind of putting the dragons overhead. Is that right? So, so we have a column and we have a tree. We call it a sculpture. So the one that you saw is installed in one of the Game of Thrones uh, locations. We put the dragons as part of our augmented reality because we are trying to add up more and more features because we want to separate ourselves from the mobile phone. We want to say, this is a kind of picture that you cannot get with a mobile phone. And people like this the most. It was a funny thing, that picture with the dragons. We had like... 10% of the people that enter this location, this fortress, to have a picture. And after we put the dragons and we put a sign in our sculpture that you can have this picture with the dragons, uh, the number of people to take the picture jumped from 10% to 40%. And this was amazing. And something that we learned along the way. That's really cool. Yeah. You're adding value on top of something. Not only is it a perfect angle, now it's an actual feature, like adding the dragons, something you couldn't get before. So that's cool. Yeah, it's not just the dragons. You can add various historical persons, people from local community. You can add famous persons. You can add sports figures. For example, in Chicago, we could put one of our sculptures in front of the Chicago Bulls arena and people could take a picture with Michael Jordan. This would be cool. And this is something that adds value to our product. Oh, for sure. And speaking of Chicago, what cities are you guys currently in or you know, testing out? We are a lean startup, so we've installed seven units in Croatia and Europe last year. But being a lean startup, we wanted to completely understand how our product works in order to scale after, because we wanted to know what our customer wants mm-hmm. before we decided to move forward. And this is why we didn't do any selling activity whatsoever after we installed these first seven units. For example. We were testing how people react to the product. We were watching, we were observing. One time I just sat in a coffee shop next to one of our columns and I just watched the people, you know, going by the whole day. And the thing that I realized was that 80% of the people didn't even realize that it was there because Mm. they mistook it for something else. They think of it as the next thing in the street, as the part of the environment. But for the other 20% of the people who actually saw it, 10% of the people actually took the picture. This was important uh, to know for us because now we, we knew we need to 
make this 80% of people who didn't notice it to notice it and to make this 10% of people who did notice it but didn't use it to learn why they, they didn't use it and to make them use it. And what we learned is that people have problem downloading the app because in our product first version, people needed to download the mobile app in order to use it. And this is sometimes a process that took them three or four minutes if the connection was slow. We had this sign-up process that they needed to fill in, and this was all a hassle for them. In our product improved version, which we are building at this moment, we are not going to use a mobile app. We are going to use a web app because the web apps now are so developed. They look almost as the uh, mobile app. So people right. are just going to have to connect their call Wi-Fi, and that's it. They're going to have a live preview of their picture on their mobile phone and they're going to be able to snap a photo and move forward. Hmm, very cool. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned Lean Startup. I'm a huge proponent of Lean Startup. So one of the things that I'm curious about is a lot of times you think of an idea, and if you're a Lean Startup advocate like myself, you always think, well, what can I do to test out the idea before I go full throttle building out something that's sophisticated, right? So. Tell me a little bit about you guys' lean startup process of even your first one and how it's evolved since then. Yeah, so this is the thing I, I was talking about. We built the first product version like an MVP. We decided to install first sale sculptures in four cities in Croatia and didn't want to sell any more sculptures. We just wanted to look, to observe how people interact with it. We had this camera, we had this product that... You can take a picture with it, but it wasn't top-notch product. That didn't bother us. We wanted to learn how people interact with it. We wanted to do surveys to ask people, what are the features you do like? What are the features you don't like? Uh, tell me about it. Is there something we could add to the product? We, we were doing a lot of surveys, doing a lot of questioning, observing how people interact with it. And based on that, we are now building our new product. And we are going to present it. We wanted to present it in April, but due to coronavirus, I think we'll, we'll need to postpone it. This is something that we do as a Lean Startup. We put a product on the market, even if it's not finished, we learn and then we pivot or we don't pivot based on the feedback from the customers. Yeah. How long did it take you to build kind of the first version? Just out of curiosity. I think it was like a year or a year and two months. So the, the problem was, being industrial with, with a mechanical engineering background, I covered the construction part, the kiosk. So I needed yeah. someone to help me with the electrical part. So I find a co-founder. Uh, I remember the friend of mine who worked as one of the first engineers in Bellabit. They were uh, Y Combinator alumni. So I presented the idea to him and he agreed to start to work part-time in Lucat. So he designed all the electrical components, the camera, the solar system. We both knew some programming, so we made a proof of concept that worked. Then I started to sell the product uh, even before it was done. We had uh, first orders, so we needed to speed the things up. I raised money from family and friends, and uh, then I hired two developers to make our mobile uh, app MVP. So th this was the process that actually took us a year or something. We had a lot of problems with hardware at that time. That's quite the startup story, huh? What's your business plan of how to make money? Is that from the locations and the areas themselves, maybe like the cities, or is it 
the municipalities who's actually buying it or are you actually selling the photos as the people are looking at them? It's a great question. We have two models. So we are selling sculptures and we have inner purchases. In first, we sell sculptures to our customer, which are city municipalities, tourist boards, tourist offices, but also hotels, stadiums, kids' parks. With buying a sculpture, they are getting also the whole backend platform behind it, supporting it. And of course, our web app, which people use to take pictures. And the exciting part is that we let them keep half of the inner purchase profit so they can make a return on their investment. And there's the second options where we don't sell sculptures to a city, but we install it with their permission. And in that case, we don't split the inner purchase profit with them, but we keep it to ourselves. So these are the two models that we are using. Okay, cool. And what are, what are some examples of like the in-app purchases? Yeah, so uh, the in-app purchases is selling a postcard. So there's an option people can send an actual paper postcard worldwide through our app. Mm-hmm. So from the photo they just snapped, we sell special augmented reality photos. We have some photos for free, but some photos that are much more advanced, we, we sell those photos. So for example, you can take a photo with Steve Kerr for free, but you pay for the Michael Jordan photo, something like that. And we have these other options. Uh, we, we sell a marketing space uh, in our app. So there's three purchase areas we, we, we do to make money. Awesome. And so you guys are now in the phase where you've tested it out, Croatia, it, things you're, you've kind of been able to take a look and observe and learn really rapidly and figure out what the next iteration is. And then it sounds like you're tentatively, we're going to go to the market in April with the updated version, but obviously coronavirus hit and now that's kind of pushed back a little bit, but then are you looking to release the new version back into Croatia, like in your general area, or are you looking to continue to rapidly learn in your area? Or are you looking to more scale and go out to different areas? I think that we are close to the perfect market fit. We've learned through the last six months and we've learned a lot to be able to improve our next version to be close to the market uh, fit. And as you said, we wanted to present it uh, this April, but due to coronavirus, I, I don't know when are we going to be able to present it? Maybe we'll present it just on our web page or something. We want to scale outside Croatia. We've already signed a contract with a German distributor. So we are exploring a German territory. And also we have a partner in Dubai. Actually, the idea was to present the product in Dubai, but we'll see what will happen now. We are working as what we can from home and hoping this end soon so we can present our product and move forward. Uh, the one thing that we wanted to do, because we haven't do any marketing activities whatsoever, we wanted to film our product's video to be able to present the product to people. The biggest problem with this product is people are not aware of it. We need mm-hmm. uh, people aware of this product. They need to know there's something waiting for them at the attraction that can help them have this photo because 80% of people didn't even realize there's something there. With just different marketing, putting this uh, dragon picture, we've uh, raised the number of people to use the product from 10 to 50%. And these are the things we want to explore and work. I'm curious, one question you saying that, have you guys tried putting like a, 
LCD screen that's more of a live preview where when people are walking by, they kind of go, hmm, what's that? Since it's live, they can see the dragon or they can see what's happening. And they, while they might not be in the photo, they can see, hey, it's actually live. Have you guys tried something like that? I'm just curious. We've been thinking about it very much. But mm -hmm. the problem with the LCD screen is that it uh, consumes a lot of energy. And our mm. pro product is uh, fully autonomous. It works on solar energy. We need to sure. be careful of uh, how much energy does it spend. These are, you know, the restrictions we are facing now. And uh, when trying to decide whether we are going to put the LCD or we are not going to put the LCD. So I don't know. We'll see what will happen. Uh, we are thinking now about the idea of product being half on solar energy and half on the uh, connected to the grid especially in the areas where there's a lot of sun energy. For example, Amsterdam, we are talking with the people and there, there are times in Amsterdam where there's no sun like a month or something. Mm. And our product now is able to be fully autonomous without the sun energy for seven days. And the new product will be able to withstand without the sun for like 21 days. And the LCD, the time is getting uh, smaller. Yeah, so, that, so, makes, that makes perfect so sense. LCD is a great idea, but uh, the problem is the energy it consumes. What a fun problem to solve. <laughs> I always like to think of all these ideas, and that's a fun problem to try and solve. That'll, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how you guys solve it. That's cool. Definitely. Awesome. So general question I like to ask everyone, too, is... What does innovation mean to you, Luca? Like, what does that word mean to you? I think the innovation can have a, a different meanings because you can take innovation in a meaning that someone made a wheel and this is like a huge innovation, but innovation can also be that you build a product that solves some problem on a different way that was a situation before. I think our product is innovative. Uh, in a way that it addresses the problem in a way that no one did before us. And I think sure, yeah. this is the definition of innovation for us, for me. Oh, for sure. I think you guys have drawn a lot of probably tried and true concepts from it of, <clears throat> like I was saying before about on roller coasters or different things like that. It seems like there's a lot of people, there's a lot of market for buying those postcards and I've never seen it. It sounds like it's very new and innovative. I've never seen it to where, you know, you can do that in something like the Eiffel Tower or big landmarks, so to speak, or the yeah. Empire State Building or whatever. Definitely. Very cool. Well, I'm really excited. And I'm sure this is a question everyone asks you, when is it going to come to our city? So when is it going to come to Chicago? That's probably hard to answer with the coronavirus. But if you were to spitball, when are you guys hoping to, to go a lot bigger with this? As soon as possible. I, I don't know how to answer this question because <laughs> given the situation where we stand now with the coronavirus, I, I don't know how things are going to evolve. Uh, when will the tourists start to be tourists again? When the the airports are going to open again? And yeah. When will things get back to normal? I would like to get there as soon as possible. I, I don't know how to you know, answer this question because we have the product ready to scale. We just need to bring it there. I think yeah. this is the only right. thing. Now, in your original plan, like if the coronavirus hadn't happened, what was your original plan to kind of scale out? So so the plan was to first scale in Europe. Uh, so 
Germany was obviously our first country to scale than some other countries in Europe around Croatia and the United States and the South America market, which is also very interesting for us, was along with Dubai market was the second market to, to expand that. So if things were normal, I think maybe by the end of this year or beginning of the next year, we would have these uh, sculptures in your city. But now we will see how things are going to move. Yeah, things are a little bit crazy. They're a little different now. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I love your product idea. I would definitely be a customer of yours. Anything else you would want to talk about or navigate the conversation towards? We can talk about the platform we are working on now because the sculpture is just part of what we are trying to achieve. We are trying to build next generation tourist guide. So we want to connect mm. all of our sculptures in one city so they can make a, a tourist guide that drives tourists through city, that educates tourists with giving them interesting information about a city that they couldn't easily learn in Google, but the, yeah. the information only a local would know. We want to connect the city and uh, tourists on a whole deeper level. And th there's this a problem that we also try to solve and that we realize along the way. And this problem is that uh, cities have huge problems with tourists blocking the most iconic tourist attractions. And there are so many beautiful places in a city that no one knows. And city wants to promote these places. And we want to make a game for tourists so we can, you know, move them from these crowded locations, these iconic locations, to the ones that people don't know but city wants to promote them. And mm. we want to do that by making it a game for tourists, by a gamification process. So for example, after they take a picture at one of the locations, they can take our mobile app. They can choose from the different routes we suggest to them. Because we know at this part of the day, you need to take this route because there's less people here, or you need to take this route at this time of the day. And so people could you know, explore the city, take pictures, posting them on social media along the way. And while doing this, they are blocking the most visited attractions. And at the same time, posting the pictures, they are uh, promoting them. Cities have huge problems with this. Uh, there are some cities, they were thinking about doing a ticketing system for entering certain parts of the city. For example, Venice tried to do that. And... Hmm. This is a problem no one knows, but it's very real. Oh, I bet. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That's fascinating, actually, because when I go into a new place, I want to know and I want to go to these different places, but I'm not super savvy on the area. And obviously, it would be great to have an app that not only can guide me, but I can take great pictures. We've played this like a game as a team. We've had what's called team week. We'd have to like kind of run to different locations and take pictures and who could take the most pictures wins. And you're almost gamifying that process a little bit. Yeah, th this is what we are trying to do. So take pictures here, collect points or hearts or something. And if you, you know, get 50 hearts, you get a discount at the final location or you can enter the final location without waiting in the line or something like that. What we are trying to do, we are still thinking about it, but we started to build this because we already have a backend platform. We own the only thing we need to connect all of our sculptures, uh, check the data from every unit, like number of people that 
uh, take pictures. And by doing this, we can create patterns. And according to these patterns, we can make estimates uh, and offer the best routes to tourists. Um, that sounds like a great idea. And, and I bet you a person and a segment that's going to just love your idea is going to be those local businesses by those landmarks that maybe aren't as well known because that's going to drive more traffic to their businesses. And that'll be a good thing for them. We then can leverage from solving this problem because moving people uh, from these most visited locations and moving them towards these locations that are almost as beautiful, but no one knows about them and the city wants to promote them. We are also promoting these, as you said, businesses that are aside from the most crowded areas. So we can also have them pay us to do that. And this is also one of the models how we can make money out of it. Yeah, that's awesome. It reminds me of the app. It was really popular at one point. I think it's still out there is uh, Foursquare. Is that right? Like Foursquare checking into different locations, except you're literally getting your picture taken. Yeah. Yeah. So we are adding another feature. Go to these locations, have a great pictures, pictures in augmented reality, learn about the location and post your picture on the social media with the hashtag that city wants to do that with move forward to the another location and along the way you are collecting points which you can use for entering another location or entering a city museum or whatever you know yeah and i'd love that app not even only from a sense of getting points and stuff and being able to redeem them in that specific location like if i was in mexico or wherever i was i love it from a standpoint of when i left mexico or wherever i left I could still catalog all my pictures that I could go back to. Is that some of the idea as well to say, oh, I, we went here and here and here, and I can log back in and see all those memories? The idea is, although we haven't started to work on this yet, is to make a social network for tourists, like a LinkedIn for tourists. So you can log to your account and see all the places you've been, see all the places uh, where other people have been, your friends. You can compare the places, compare the pictures, you can like the pictures. And this is some idea we are moving towards. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Luca, anything else? That was a great addition. I appreciate you making sure you hit on that because that is a bunch of value you guys are adding on top of your service itself or on top of the actual physical devices. Anything else you want to add or highlight? Yeah, during the summer, we plan to raise our seed round, which makes us very excited. All the proceeds we plan to spend on marketing and sales so we can hit our goal of selling 100 units in the next 80 months and reaching 2 million in revenue. Uh, this would set us a perfect foundation for the A round and bigger expansion. We have a product that tourists love and that gives an extra value to the location. And I believe we've upgraded it to be a perfect market fit. So if you want to disrupt the self-industry with us or be a part of our journey in any way, let's connect. Very cool. That's awesome. Some great traction you guys have got there. Yeah, thank you. Luca, it's been a real pleasure. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about Look At It. It's a very cool thing. I'm excited for it to come to Chicago. I really want to start using it. I can't wait. I, I want to install one of the first sculpture to install in front of the Chicago Bean or in front of the Chicago Bulls Arena. It would be such an accomplishment for us to go to Chicago, to Chicago and to you know install one of our sculptures there. Awesome. Very cool. Well, 
thanks again for for coming on asking innovator it's been a pleasure thanks for your time luca thanks for having me thanks for having me it was a pleasure talking to you Thank you for listening to Ask an Innovator. Visit us on our website, www.askaninnovator.com. This podcast has been sponsored by City Innovation Labs.